hello, hello, everybody. It's been another slice, hasn't it? Um, I was actually thinking last night, I'm like, man, I kind of want to delete the episode I did last because I was really in the thick of it when I did that. And um, if you've been following my journey, it's kind of been up and down. But to be real with everybody is really where this podcast has its authenticity And the vulnerability side of it is I feel like where we can connect more. And you guys understand that I'm just a person. Um, My goodness, though, like healing is ugly. (laughs) And any healing process that you go through, I feel honestly from what I've been going through, now that my events are back, uh, I'm feeling a lot better about myself and where I'm at in my life. But anybody that tells you healing is a beautiful process is lying to you. They're full of shit because healing is on the floor, crying, messy, going through your demons, going through the heaviest shit in your life, the traumas that you've buried away. Like I have experienced in the past, I don't know, just the pandemic alone and then the past little bit since February, um, when I started to really close off from doing the podcasts, it made me realize that I could not pour from an empty cup and my cup was bone dry. And having Nova to depend on me, um, as well as still trying to kind of survive business-wise and in my relationship in, relationships in my life, I had realized very quickly that I was at rock bottom. And as much as the healing journey has been really great for me, my whole life, I've always overcome everything. You know, sometimes when you're looking up from the bottom, it's like, this is so rough. It is so hard to continue on and like a big why me sometimes. But then also reality kind of hits you in the face with a few things. And I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before, but my dad always says, you know, if we were to all to throw our problems into the ocean, we would all take what we have back. Because in the grand scheme of things, so many people have it so much more worse than what we have. I mean, if you've been following me and you've kind of listened to all of the podcasts up until this point, you've understand, you know, uh, the different levels of where I've been throughout this pandemic, like the postpartum, the financial strain. Um, I'm going to let you guys in on something that I'm going to say less than a handful of people know. And I'm only sharing this with you guys because if you followed me up until this point, you'd really understand. You understand my heart, my intentions. Um, so on Nova's first birthday, I actually filed for bankruptcy. And it's a very freeing thing. And I didn't publicly share and I'm still not going to be publicly sharing it. So I'm just really sharing it with you guys because this, you know, will explain why I've fallen off because I'd really gotten to a low point about my self-worth and my failure, feeling like I had failed. Um, But I'm not necessarily upset about it. I feel like it was the best decision I could have ever made. And my integrity survived because anybody in my events that had paid me previously for a table still has a seat at that table for my events running this year. There's just no refunds. Um, But the pandemic definitely did destruct me mentally, physically. And, you know, I was trying to tread water and continuing. Like, I've always had the mentality where it helps me to heal others. Like, to help others, it helps me. And uh, it's really great. But then when I'm, like, I'm so far past helping myself at that point, um, it's kind of purposeless you know what I mean like it's still I still always feel great helping others um on the flip side of it had the pandemic not happened I would not have my journal and I would not have my connection with you guys doing this podcast because I would not be doing a podcast about my journal um so there's lots of positives that came through it um I feel 
okay sharing this with you guys uh, because like I'd mentioned, if you'd listened all up until this point, then you'll know my heart and my intentions and that um, this does not make me a weak person. To be honest, the few people that I privately share it with, a lot of people have actually experienced the same thing or a hardship in a, in a similar way, but a different way. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I've been since February. And I know I spoke in the last episode about my sweat lodge being planned and I did it (laughs) and um there's four rounds in the sweat lodge and the first two I was curled into a ball crying trying to breathe at the bottom the last two I was sitting up and speaking about my traumas so I've been putting in work and it's been ugly and I've been really reflecting into my journal and like really picking apart why certain things trigger me and healing is just ugly and gross and you know it's vulnerable it is not beautiful it is not the zen breathing it is not the guided meditation stuff like yes all of that stuff is wonderful but if you're into the thick of it you are into the thick of it and working through our own self-worth is huge because I've, I've spoke about it in previous episodes you know our worth is not what we own our worth is what we are inside and what we hold ourselves up to be and my god I have to like really start that's my focus for myself because I am not what happened to me if anything I'm much stronger and you know as the years pass and you know after I survive this year and then have my redemption year next year I will most likely be sharing it publicly that I had even done it or maybe I won't um, it's been an interesting teacher, you know, cause I've been working with my business still and rebuilding it. And I've been dealing with some pretty unkind people and I'm going to say like unkind over a hundred dollars and little do they know me privately on the other end, trying to be kind back, you know, had just filed. And, uh, on the other side of that, um, having Nova was the closest I had ever felt to death. So I was speaking with a hospital counselor, you know, uh, the postpartum lady and really working through like my levels of tolerance and understanding my traumas and stuff like that. And why birth really shakes everything up vulnerably. And, um, just having that happen and then having, you know, the bankruptcy being filed on her birthday, it's kind of a reborn day for me. And I know I didn't cause the pandemic. I know I didn't stop my events. I know I didn't have any of this shit. You know, it was never my choice. And so I'm really working, you know, back into that. Like I don't, like I said, I I really am at the point now where I don't feel bad. I almost feel empowered that I survived it. And it was a really big reminder for me to just be kind because if I'm hiding this, I can't even imagine what other people walking down the road are hiding or you don't know what they just experienced. So just being a nice person. And another thing it showed me is not all healers are healed. And, you know, working with the Holistic Healing Fair vendors, you know, I really did see true colors of some people where it was, it showed me at their level of kindness, you know, majority of them were super sweet, super understanding. They just knew I, you know, the pandemic happened, the whole world closed down, like everything closed down, like I did nothing. So, you know, having them kind of shift focus onto me in a very angry like very bullying like I almost felt like I was rolled over by one lady you know it was really rough for me but I mean it brings me back down to the humbleness of you know she's fighting her own stuff that is her perspective it is not mine and while we're fighting over zeros there's really no comparison you know because maybe a zero to her is different zero to me kind of thing and it's just been such a mess but yeah I figured you know what it was time for me to kind of come on here 
I don't know how the podcast is going to continue after this. I'd really love to continue like picking up my journal and sharing it. Maybe I'll go get it right now just to see if there's a question that I can uh, answer with you guys because, oh, where did that book go? There it is. Um, yeah, it's been wild. And I just also wanted to make sure that you guys knew like the parts of the healing that aren't pretty and like some of the deepest healing experiences you'll ever go through are the most terrifying ones and like the sweat lodge showed me it was dark it was steam filled like I don't like darkness I couldn't breathe um I was in a small enclosed container like it was a little tiny tent um and the heat was so like it was just constantly breathing hot air and smoky steamy um it was terrifying it was absolutely terrifying but by completing it I was able to show myself how much stronger I really am and it's it's pretty amazing um given the chance to overcome something like that so physically loud because I wanted to rip the tent off and run out and run as fast as I could in so many situations like I couldn't I could feel my heart racing my chest was pounding I couldn't swallow I was like flutter brained I was like oh my god like all my alarms were sounding and I went through it um sorry about my sniffles I I cry with you guys a lot so <laughs> I'm just picking up my journal here um and this is another thing so now that my events are running back up um I've had people finally give me feedback on what they had experienced having the journals and I cry a lot <laughs> like um just running my events I cry um when I have people tell me how they've how the journals have helped them and whatnot um I cry a lot too because you know, working with the self-worth and, and not feeling like a failure is something so big. And I know I portray myself in a very confident manner, um, but I am equal to every single person in my life. Like, I don't see myself any different. Um, I try and carry myself like that. It may even be a defense mechanism, uh, like, or a resting bitch face. I'm not even sure. Like, I know when to put the suit on, per se, and run my events and be the boss lady, but literally still inside of me, I am still kind of, like, picking up the pieces of my life and that starts back to my first show in 2016 um I had walked into the crisis center like I'd mentioned and I had the healing sessions after and she said run an event and here I am running an event you know with all of these really well put together people and I am literally last like last month had walked into the crisis center still not whole still not healed and I was able to do it and I feel that people kind of forget the different stages that we all might be in and just with the pandemic as we've all experienced at least a little bit of trauma within it um, but just holding on to the silver lining of what came from it what we had learned to go through that so um, so one of the questions is when have I felt the most passionate and alive what is it about that time that impacted me so strongly so I can speak now like I mean at the beginning of this podcast I wouldn't have had this answer the sweat lodge definitely made me feel alive after. I was shaking, I was drenched in sweat, I had felt like I had climbed Mount Everest, being able to fight my demons like that. And to overcome the fears that I had so loud, um, that made me feel super alive. The passion, I feel my passion is really strong still and it's always been this way. Um, it makes me feel alive and, and super passionate to continue helping others and seeing other people, you know, seeing their breakthroughs and seeing the different connections that they make and the, the areas that they're able to grow from with something that I've put on. And it makes me feel really damn good knowing that I'm changing lives and people may not ever know me. And 
I'm just kind of this con- conductor that's putting together these things that like, even with this mental health conference, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just flowing with whatever's coming up and it all just works out. So sometimes when we let go of the steering wheel in life, the most beautiful things show up on our pathway. We have to really let go of the ideas of what we wanted to be or what we wanted our lives to look like. Like hell, I would never want to say, oh, at 33 years old, I became bankrupt. Like what the fuck? No, no one wants that. But it made me a better, more humble person. I am officially debt-free. Like I don't know many people that can say that right now. It may not have happened in the best way, but, and my business relationship survived. My event survived. I was able to be given the grace to grow because they really didn't have anything to take from me. And I was able to keep my car. So, um, obviously it wasn't ideal. I never pictured myself going through it, but to have the opportunity to free myself from the weight that I was carrying and weighing me down on top of my postpartum, on top of a daughter that doesn't sleep and, you know, trying to deal with business relationships on the side and and dealing with pretty mean people, some of them anyways, I'm really blessed to have the opportunity to kind of push a restart button on that on top of whatever, everything else is happening in this world. But I am still going through my day-to-day life trying to help others and love others. Um, And I'm still like, if you're following me, you'll know that I've been pretty upset lately about the different um, national crises that we've been experiencing. And the list just continues to grow with names of people that we've lost from losing their battle with mental health and addictions. And I'm just so sick of nobody looking at it. Like I'm one person, I can try and be as loud and annoying as possible, but someone at some point in time has to be able to start looking because it's just, I just makes me so angry. Um, what is it about that time that impacted me so strongly? Uh, yeah, I think I answered that already because a lot of everything that I had experienced in what I just talked about with the the different stages that I've been in the last little bit and they impacted me so greatly and it made it knocked me into humble it knocked me into empathy towards other people and there's a little bit of anger in there for the way that our society is still running so close-minded and everybody's just in this look away mode and you know out of sight out of mind and we have to we have to get off of that wavelength and we have to start getting loud we do not have to obey with the system and the society when it comes to overlooking someone else that really needs a helping hand and you know we're all one decision away from a completely different life and it could be negative so you know being humble and just carrying yourself with grace it's uh it's bigger you know just like they say looks will not last but your character and the way that you make people feel is what will survive about you and you know even these people that I know that have passed away from addictions and mental health it hurts because I know that they're good people. They've just had lives filled with traumas. And I understand that it would be so much easier to just numb this, these problems. You know, like when I go into a sweat lodge or when I go into the thick of me and my traumas and why I have a free, like part of my brain doesn't even remember what I say half the time because I have a memory block from trauma. I get it. It's so much easier to look away and just knowing that these people, you know, their hurt is so deep. And their wounding is so deep that they hurt themselves um, or they have to medicate themselves in that way by harming their bodies. You know, it hurts. And I think that that's where we as a society are failing everyone suffering because right now, especially, especially right now, 
when I'm speaking, they are making it extremely hard for anybody to succeed. They're taking away the middle class and anybody that's already hard up right now, there's really no way that they can get better because they've the housing crisis, the inflation of everything. It is terrifying and I can't imagine. So just holding space for these people that really need us to look out for them and be voices and remembering that when you see them, you know, a kind, any bit of kindness can go a long way. And yeah, numbing is so much easier sometimes. But if you are looking to make growth processes and, you know, grow yourself and go through the growing pains, do the work but just be prepared for the ugly parts of it because it's not sunshine and rainbows and you know when you go through the thick of it it is thick and it hurts and it sucks and I still cry a lot but I'm healing and I'm totally oversharing with you guys ah I love you all I really appreciate anybody that takes the time to listen to this podcast because you know when I do a podcast like this or even just having the journal sitting in my lap it's just it's hard to believe that this is real life and that I actually do things like this still because when I go day to day I'm just a small I feel small and insignificant sometimes and sometimes I just have to give myself a pat on my back because I do help a lot of people and um, it's a really good feeling to be able to share with you guys my vulnerability and know that I'm just being met with love on the other end and that I can authentically be myself and you guys have heard me through all of the episodes so far you know some I'm like all over the place tripping on my words you're dealing with my pets and my baby and I just appreciate you guys and I figured um, another honest update was due I'm probably going to get back into the journal, uh, reading some more answers and questions. As I become a little bit more stable, I'm going to say my cup is half full. I've been really working at it. And the when I feel my cup is a little bit more full than what it is, I will be back on here sharing everything that I have learned through my healing journey um, this last little while. But I love you all. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And I hope you are you know, making the most of this beautiful life that we're given because it really isn't promised to anyone and you are worthy. You have hold so much value. And even if we've never met or if I've met you, you know, I deeply appreciate your presence in my life. And, you know, it's going to be beautiful and worth it because it's really not about the end result in our life. It's about everything that we're doing right now that we can look back on when we get to the end. Love you guys.